And welcome back. We are here in the March 2020 edition of the OSSB podcast. And welcome back, team. Welcome to spring. Word. We're all just so excited You're to be very here. excited. You're gonna blow my head up. <laughs> I think Jeremiah just broke everyone's uh, eardrums. I love me some spring. Heck yeah. All right. The weather is starting to warm up a little bit and been very excited about that. I was down at a conference in Alabama at the beginning of the month. And they already have buds on the trees and the grass is green, so it won't be long. And I want to introduce to you a new member of the podcast team. I want to introduce from all the way over in Dayton, Jaden. Hello, Jaden. Hi, how's it going? Hey, it's going great, man. It's uh, good to have you a part of this team. Thank you. All right. So look forward to some great things out of Jaden. New student here at OSSB. You've been here for what, three days? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, three days and got him on the mic already. All right. We're excited to have you. Thank you. All right. You got a lot of cool things happening this month. Most definitely. What's going on this month? We got the Steel Drum Group. They're coming in. Ooh, I can't work for that. They were lit last year. Heck yeah, they were. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> yeah, that's... We had uh, Senior Dinner. Where's he from? Zanesville? Uh, yeah, he's from Zanesville. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Crumb. We also got a lot of sports stuff going on. We've started swim and forensic season for our varsity students, but our little NC students are also participating in their sports events with their conference being on March 12th. Yeah. We're going to cover that pep rally. Most definitely. Cover the pep rally and listen to those those guys carry on and get excited. (laughs) That would be great. And their senior dinner. Senior dinner. That's a big deal. Can't believe it's time for the senior dinner already. Me neither. Wow. So, yeah, M's going to be covering that. Straight right. from the catering class itself. I'll be showing you all the ins and outs of what's going to be happening that night. All right. We're looking forward to that. I want some of the dinner. Save me a plate. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Jeremiah and I. Maybe Jaden, too. Uh, I, I uh, think I would want a plate, too. Uh, Trent says I want a plate, too. <laughs> okay. We're also going to be bringing you some excerpts from the ECC work that's been going on. We've been talking about careers. We're going to have our career day on March 27th. Some of the classes have recorded some things for the podcast that cover things like organization, executive functioning, lots of fun things like that. So that's going to be exciting. Anything else, man? You guys? Um, I think it's about it. I'm oh, ready for yeah. spring break. Yes. Spring break, right around the corner. Because we've all been testing, right? Yeah, unfortunately. Ew! Ew! Nasty. I think everyone's eardrums, after they recovered, just broke again. Yeah, I have to turn that fader down. I am so sorry for your eardrums that were lost in this podcast (laughs) intro. Yeah, that's okay. All right. So, yeah, that's going to be good. And uh, we're going to have a great, great time this month. And got some new digital recorders that we're going to use as well. All right. Yeah, we did. Podcast Club came through. Got a couple of those recorders. So, a big shout out to the 21st Century Grant for coming through with some hardware that's going to help both of the podcasts, right? Oh, we're also going to have Brendan Hamlin on this month. Oh, yeah. Former student, graduated in 2000... I'm going to get it right. 14 or 15, It was my first year, so I think it was 2015. Right, yeah. But he's got his own podcast now called OSSB Inside and Out. And uh, it's an hour every week where people can call in or go in in person and get a full hour and talk about their experiences at OSSB. So he's on uh, iHeartRadio and Spotify and all all the major podcast feeds. So you want to check that out. So we're going to have him on. And uh, he's going to tell you more about it. So that's going to be exciting. All right, let's get to it, guys. Here's to another month. Well, folks, that is what we had planned on doing this month. Now let's talk about what we're actually going to do. 
On March 12th, Governor DeWine informed us that, hey, we're all going home until at least April 3rd. However, the podcast will go on. It's going to sound different, and it's going to be a little different. I'm going to be putting it together from home, using some of my uh, older equipment that we used to use. For this month anyway, we're going to put on some things that we've recorded already. We're going to interview Brendan Hamlin by phone. I'm going to have Miss Barden come on, and she's going to talk about how you can still get your daily OSSB announcements. Very excited about that. All of our staff are working from home. And many of you know about the upcoming Apple technology deployment. Our staff received theirs. And I'll tell you what, it was a mad rush getting about 150 devices ready to hand out to folks on March 16th. But we want staff to be able to generate things that will help continue the educational process as long as we need to do that while we are working from home. We hope that all of you are doing well, that you're staying healthy, and doing your homework. As we receive more information about what is currently happening, we're going to get that to you as quick as possible. For now, enjoy this month's podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. This podcast couldn't be what it is without you. On this segment of the podcast, we're going to be joined by Dr. Lou Manus, our superintendent, how you doing this afternoon, Dr. Lou? I'm good. I'm good for the the Monday after our uh, uh, mobilization into uh, a telework and distance learning week. Yeah, it's it's been quite a change. You know, I was I was thinking about the podcast, and and I remember at the end of February, I said, well, hopefully, you know, we're, we're going to be back here at the end of March. And everybody's got to be rid of all these allergies and colds and all that stuff that was going around. <laughs> so we're definitely back, but we're back from home right now. Right, right. Well, you know, um, thinking about this in terms of um, our our community and our state, I, I'm I'm really pleased at how the governor has responded to working hard to keep us all safe during this time. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about how what we've done as a school to prepare for this and follow those guidelines and things like that? Sure. So, you know, as early as last, uh, the week before, Wednesday before, we sent the students home on Friday with their distance learning um, plans. Um, we were getting, uh, there was some conversations going on through Cosby mm-hmm on our online system and then through CASD. And both of those are those national level deaf and hard of hearing uh, consortium and the blind and visually impaired groups as well. And they were all kind of talking about it. And immediately we thought, you know, let's, let's plan. Let's get started and plan this just in case right. scenario. And Dan, you were involved, and many other uh, leaders, um, especially with uh, the technology. You had led um, getting all of the technology ordered, and we were on the cusp of deploying, not only to staff so that they could get comfortable with it, but then soon to follow with students. So we were able to work with staff and teachers to figure out what kind of distance learning plans could we send with students home on Friday and then also quickly get the technology deployed to staff um, so that they could begin to learn to use it. And so that's what we did first um, and foremost. And we were were lucky by Friday um, that we were able to get that much going. Yeah, so all the staff, they got their technology, their laptops and their iPads. And we usually harvest apples in the fall, right? But this was the hottest apple harvest in the spring that I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we wanted to have apple pie. You remember? We we weren't able to do that either. (laughs) No, I tell you, I just want to, there's a lot of people involved and I just, you know, publicly want to thank them. I did by email, but uh, there's, there's a lot of folks that came in and helped out 
that day and uh, helping me get everything passed out to people. And, uh, you know, and you guys have been right there. Uh, leadership team has been right there the whole time, asking the right questions from different people in the state and communicating very well with the staff. And, and I'll probably assume the, the families of our students as well. So, uh, you know, our, our, two, our, our word for, for the staff has been coherence. Uh, this year, all of us working together, so we all have that same message, and we're not having to guess, you know, what's going to happen next. That that it, that we all have that um, same transparent message as as, mu- as much as we can we can get out there. Mm-hmm. And then attitude, you know, attitude for mm-hmm. our students. That was their word, but we as adults can use that word as well. Having a, an attitude of service. And making sure that we're responding um and and the two words we've been using you know i'm big on zeroing in on a couple of words but during this distance learning and telework hmm. it's about being flexible and reasonable right um with with our families when to the communicating with parents um i know many teachers are talking to parents every day right i mean many of them are are regularly communicating we've sent out a few communications out to parents now from the superintendent i've sent two and i know that principals have been sending uh, a little bit more and then teachers even even additional communications but we want to keep communications open and that uh, anyone can reach out to any of us at any time so right now we're looking at what possibly April coming back, but it may stretch out even further. Are we starting to plan for that eventuality if that does occur? Yeah, so um, we wanted to kind of take it in chunks. And so this past week, we we worked to just focus on the distance learning and, and helping staff and families just make it through the week. Right. So this week we're starting to think about two different scenarios. One, if we go back after spring break, which will be wonderful if we do, mm-hmm. but if we don't, we will have we will have a plan. We've never, I'm, I'm sure that most of us have never been in a national state pandemic um, situation, so we're learning as we go. Sure. But with that, um, we know our next steps will be we want to try to get technology and more materials into our students' hands if we don't go back after spring break. We want to, uh, and there's some internal things that we want to do about like different platforms that we want to try to get a little bit of consistency with. And then sure. helping t- teachers and students to, to feel comfortable with how much is enough, how much is too much, finding that sweet spot for teaching and learning while kids are at home. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely a new balance figuring yeah. that out because it, you know, you're in a different situation. You're you know, you're doing schoolwork or you're doing telework from your home environment where you're used to doing home type activities, right? How do you mm-hmm. how are you working from home? What are, what are some things that you're doing that that helps you do your daily thing every day if you don't mind me asking yeah so you know i'm um being a little older my children are older i i only have the one son who's a senior this year Uh but so when i hear from other families that they have three or four children in the house and they only have one computer right that's (laughs) really challenging so we have to be responsive to that and own it recognize it my son He's, he's got a little computer, and he's able to do his work at leisure. And I'm fortunate. You know, I have my work computer, and then I have my, um, your new my I- cell phone. Yeah, you got your new iPad Pro, too, don't you? Uh, I haven't. It's not. I didn't get it set up yet. I have it here. But okay. I've been waiting until things die down to get uh, the IT staff to help me. I thought I am the last person on their list. So I at least have my MacBook and my cell phone and eventually I'll get my iPad um, set up so that I'm, I know how to use it like everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get you set up uh, as soon as we can and doing a lot of things through zoom. 
Yes, I'm, I uh, have been really comfortable with that platform for me. I know that we always want to make sure whatever platforms we use that they're accessible. Our population, it appears that Zoom seems to have been working for a lot of folks. Right. Yeah, uh, Mich- Michelle and I have both used it and used it on different platforms uh, with the iPad or iPhone or the PC. Uh, one day, I'll tell you, I got to tell you a funny story because I never built a home office here at, at, at Kelly Manor, which is, you know, that's what I call my house. It's, it's Kelly Manor. <laughs> and uh, so at one point last week, I had my kitchen was my office and my desk was my stovetop. Because that allowed me, I it was, you know, it was a standing desk. I could walk around. I could, you know, deal with the kids. And, you know, they had the dining room and they were working on their stuff in the living room. And had one on one piece of technology, another one on another one. And I had my Windows PC, my iPad, and my MacBook all set up on the stove. And, of course, you know, when one of the kids got hungry, I had to, you know, kind of dismantle that. <laughs> but um, I was like, yes, I need to, I need to build myself a home office and make myself a space that's just dedicated for work. And I think, I think that's really important for folks, you know, that even though you're working from home is that, you know, you have a space that you can set up just for work because you can leave that space when you need to. Right. And you're not constantly working or you're not constantly trying to do other stuff and then trying to work at the same time. I, I, I found that to be uh, very helpful. So, I am sectioning off a space in the basement, which is actually just cleaned because I had a flood a couple of weeks ago. Oh. So <laughs> it was a good reason to get that area cleaned up. And uh, so yeah. I put my office down there. I'll tell you that um, one of the things that not only for me, but for my husband and my son, I said, you know, we need to rotate standing and sitting. So right. I've been taking my laptop and setting it up on this high counter and and working from there standing and then moving it over to the dining room table. So that's right. how I've been working. Right. That's, that's good. One of the things that really uh, helps us as human beings is to reach out and communicate with each other, you know, to talk to each other and uh, interact with each other. And even though we have to do this through technology, um, that further builds relationships. I believe after this, um, after we get through this pandemic, which we will, yeah. we're all going to get back to work. We're all going to get back into our, our normal right. uh, routine. And when we do, we're all going to be closer for it, I truly believe. And the, the neat thing about quickly deploying this technology, it was the fact that we really needed to be able to use it for this that helped us to say, oh, we got to figure this out right now. And, and we were able to have a little bit of time to learn how to use some of it. Right. Yeah, that's, and I agree with you 100% on that. I think, I think everybody's going to be a lot closer after this. Just the, the nature of having to, to do our work differently and talk to each other and strategize about how to do that. Do you have anything else you'd like to add, Dr. Lou, to any anything else you want to tell the listeners out there in, in OSSB podcast land? So, um, you know, I, I'm going to share something that I've shared multiple times, but I just think it's so important that we often recognize it, that uh, a small group of committed people can change the world. We can get through anything. It really isn't about uh, one person or two people. It's about groups of us that come together when we are coherent with an attitude of service and making things happen that we really will continue to move to move our schools. And I'm seeing it. I'm witnessing it. All this that has happened with the distance learning it's taken a, a number of people who are passionate and care about our kids, care about our families and each other. And I've, I'm really um, proud to be part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, we're seeing it as staff, too. Um, I've helped multiple families uh, with note takers and technology and getting their kids to access 
files and things that they need. Normally, you know, that, that kind of stuff would not have happened as frequently in the past, but I've had a bunch of folks who's reached out and how do we do this and how do we make this happen? And, and people have been very patient. So absolutely there'll be some stumbling blocks, I'm sure, but I think having the right attitude, the can do attitude and keeping it simple, right? You know, we will keep moving forward. And Dan, thank you so much for, for the podcast you do. I mean, there's so many people that listen in and you're just a big for the school in many ways. Well, thank so. you. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Lou. I appreciate you uh, notching out some time for us today. Cause I know you're really busy and we're up to around 20,000 plays right now. So, you know, what? it oh. definitely getting out there and, and not only here in the States, but you know, we've got a few countries around the world that's tuning in. Uh, Wellington, New Zealand, they have the highest amount of plays in outside of the United States, which is great, you know, so thank you. Wonderful. All right. Well, thank you again, Dr. Lou, and we will be releasing this one in a few days. Then we'll have to brainstorm for what we're going to do in April, but we're going to continue to do the podcast remotely. All right, let's get this podcast started with our current 7th graders. I'm going to talk about the expanded core curriculum a little bit, and they're going to give our 6th graders some great advice. Stay away from drama. Come prepared. Get your work done on time. Stay organized. Keep up with your assignments. Stay away from drama. Stay organized. Don't be late to class. High school can be stressful so if you're feeling really stressed just talk to people don't be friends with people that bully you don't argue and fight with people oh thank you very much seventh grade that was some great stuff that you had going on there man and this music right here man it's sort of like some southern rockabilly I don't know, pseudo country I'm playing around with my new Mac and put this together I hope you enjoy it up next, we're going to have one of our 10th graders, Jason, talk to us about accessing printed materials and self-advocacy. Hey guys, this is Jason, and we're going to be talking a little bit about accessing printed materials and audiobooks and having um, certain tools and devices that you may need in either school or the workforce. So when we talk about accessible materials, we talk about large print materials, braille materials, audiobooks, um, all these different things that you can use to help make your life a little bit easier and to ensure that your education is at the top standard or that your work performance is at an all-time high. In the case of being in school, if you have been assigned a TVI or an intervention specialist, go see them and explain to them what you need don't be afraid to advocate for yourself and say what you need because if you do you're only hurting yourself nobody else is getting hurt other than you if you are in college go to your disabilities office and speak to them and explain what your disability is and explain to them what accommodations you may need inside of the classroom and they will do their best to ensure it that you get what you need if you're in the workforce, I suggest going to your supervisor and explaining your disability to them and explaining what possible accommodations you may need. They will do their best. However, in some cases, there is nothing they can do, but in most cases, generally, they can always do something for you. If you are in the workforce and you go and speak to a supervisor and they deny any request that you have for reasonable accommodation and they fire you, contact an attorney because this is a violation of the American with Disabilities Act and they are in the wrong by doing so and you can reasonably sue them for discrimination and wrongful termination. So please be an advocate for yourself and don't put yourself on the back burner and actually try to make your work performance the best it can be. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk with one of our alumni members, Brendan Hamlin. Brendan is running his own podcast. That podcast is called Inside and Out, OSSB Inside and Out. 
If you haven't checked it out, you need to go do that. And better yet, call up and get your spot on the show and talk about your experiences with OSSB. So let's join myself and Brendan and talk about how he's put together this great podcast. Our alumni focus this month is going to be Brendan Hamlin, one of our former students at OSSB, graduating in what, 2015, right? Uh, 2016. Yeah. So you were close. Yeah, I'm just trying to make you an old man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's been a while. So, uh, yeah, Brendan graduated in 2016 and has done some great things at the school and also after, after you left, right? You, you're disc jockey for a while well more behind the scenes but if disc jockey is kind of what i did yeah okay in a way all right working at the radio station up there and yep one of the reasons i have you on here brendan i want you to talk about the podcast that you're doing so the podcast that i've started is kind of a continuation of this podcast it focuses more on the overall aspect of OSSB, people who've walked through the doors, alumni, parents, volunteers, former staff, anybody that I I can get get on um, talks about their experiences working at OSSB or coming from making the transition from public school to a or to OSSB. Right, so, so their experiences overall, just sharing their memories and, and talking about the school in general. Right. You get hours, is that correct? Um, it, the podcast varies from week to week on how long it is, but mm-hmm. I typically try to book for an hour of recording. Okay, <laughs> all right. That sounds great. Because I don't know how long it's going to take to record, so. Sure. Yeah, and you you do that kind of live, right? People either show up in person and do that, or call up on the phone. Correct. Right. Yes. Do you do any editing afterwards, or it is what it is? I try to clean it up a little bit, remove my ums and what have you, and the dead air between when I'm talking or when I'm not talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> try to clean it up a little bit. Good. That's good audio production there sounds like and it's been pretty well received so far i would say so i'm over 600 total downloads which includes listens on all of the major podcast platforms that i've pushed it out to so it's growing yeah it may not grow here for a little while because i've unfortunately had to put it on hiatus yeah because i don't have the equipment to do uh phone interviews from home yet so until i get that equipment it's unfortunately on hiatus right yeah i know what you mean this this podcast is going to sound a little different because i'm using different equipment and the equipment right makes it uh so for this interview i've got my iphone connected to a bose mini link and i'm using a usb yeti mic to pick you up Uh and to pick me up so not as easy to control the levels as what I have at, at school in the classroom. So, right, yeah, I would run everything through the mixer at school, but right. we will get by with it um, for sure. Yeah. So, what's it been like running your own podcast? It has been, well, very fun because it's gives me something to do now that I'm not working at WMRN anymore. So. It definitely okay. gives me something to do, and up until this whole uh, pandemic started, it gave me something to take my mind off of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm sure it's great to connect with old friends and teachers and things like that. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, so, definitely. So tell me about the logistics of, of putting your podcast together. Well, at the time, I was still working for WMRN, and I was like, to my former boss, hey, I want to start a podcast and on iHeartRadio to be of all places. And mm. it was like, okay, come in at 
this certain time and we'll set it up. And I went in and we got it set up and it was more, it was really started on a whim. Okay. Because I wanted something to do since they cut our hours, our part-time hours back quite a bit. Okay. Before they let us all go. So, so you got your you got your uh, platform set up on iHeartRadio. Yep. And uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. So Okay. And so Alexa what? can find it. So right. through yeah. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, don't say that word too loud. I'll we'll have that A device start talking over here. Right. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna <laughs> turn the volume down on that thing but uh well that's great so once you got your platform set up talk about the process of how you get people to come on your show and then talk about recording the show and and what do you do to put it together well the um reaching out to people is basically just like communicating with between or either email or messenger on Facebook, text, what have you. Okay. It's basically just as communication is with anything else. Reaching out to people, it's networking is Great. what it is. Okay. And I noticed you also put up some links on Facebook. If you want a spot on the show, sign up here. Um, have you right. gotten Have you gotten some people through that? Um, here and there, yeah. Um, okay. I haven't really um, had too big a hit with that, but hopefully it'll keep growing. Okay. But, All right. That sounds and good. And I've been pushing the podcast in the OSSB alumni group with the podcast Facebook page mm-hmm. on my personal page. And when people share the podcast, it obviously promotes uh, <laughs> right. listeners right. so because that's how that works right yeah if the one person shares it to two or three and then they share it to four or five and it's just it'll, it'll grow and and i think right. you'll, you'll find that that your numbers will will start increasing and they will get exponentially larger the more it grows um i'm up right. to i'm up to like eighteen thousand seven hundred something plays or i don't know it's ridiculous and uh so you know yeah just uh yeah keep keep doing what you're doing and um you know getting people involved and talking about ossb right and how i go about recording it is i was going into the wmran radio station up here in marion and recording it with professional grade radio station equipment and using sound bites from what my grandpa left in this automation system for the radio station when he worked there. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So once you record it and save it out uh, to a computer, I assume. Yeah. Everything's yeah. channeled into a, uh, what we call newsgen pc into adobe audition so is that the name of the software yeah that's the name of the software adobe audition it's okay popular among radio stations everybody's heard of it i'm sure is that pretty accessible for somebody with low vision yeah and especially since when i got there they had uh four by or the old square computer monitors Uh uh-huh yeah when that were probably 13 inches, not very big. Sure. That's, when yeah. I got there, I had to have them swap out the monitors for something bigger so I could see it. So with bigger monitors and magnifier on the computer that's built in, I can get by. Good. Yeah, that sounds great. Well... Keep up the good work, man. I certainly enjoy listening to your podcast. And if you want to listen to Brendan's podcast about OSSB, do a search for OSSB Inside and Out. On the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio app. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. Yeah, wherever. Spotify, right? 
all those yeah. all those stations. So, well, I think you're doing a great job, and keep up the good work. And I appreciate you coming on the OSSB podcast in March, Brendan. Anytime. It was fun. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Brendan. Really appreciate you taking some time to reach out and talk to the OSSB community about the podcast that you started every Friday. Every Friday, folks, that's when one gets released. All right, that sounds great. Up next, let's join another couple of 10th graders, Emmy and Jesse, and get some great strategies for study skills. Hi, my name is Emmy, and over on the mic next to me is my partner, Jesse, and we have 10 study skills that we think will be useful in your day-to-day schoolwork or life. Number one, schedule a time for homework. Two, find a quiet place to do homework. Number three, ask for help if you need it. Four, eliminate distractions. Number five, had the needed supplies. Six, keep organized. Use your organization skills. Number seven, don't procrastinate. Eight, take notes and use them. Number nine, get adequate sleep. Ten, take brain breaks when needed. Okay, we heard from him a little bit in the introduction, so let's talk with Jaden some more and find out a little bit more about the newest member of our podcast team. Jaden, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hey, what's up? My name is Jaden. Uh, I became a recent student at OSSB. All right. Well, where are you from, Jaden? Uh, I'm from the Dayton area. I live in uh, Bellbrook with my sister and my mom. Okay, but you said you grew up down in uh, Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah, I grew up in Atlanta, like most of my life, yeah. Okay, all right, so you know about good southern food then, don't you? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. I do too. So uh, what are some things that you like to do outside of school? I like to play like like sports like football or basketball with uh, some friends, but like when I don't really feel like Doing all that stuff, I just chill at home. Ah, chill at home. Yeah. Playing video games. Yeah. (laughs) uh, That's good. What's your favorite game? My favorite game? Yeah. Like board game or video game? Both, I guess. Both? My favorite video game is probably probably Fortnite. And, like, I like to play Uno. Yeah. 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 Oh, you'll you'll fit in here because we do a lot of Uno playing. Oh, that's cool. My goal is to have a giant Uno tournament that goes all the way up and down the hallway upstairs here. We just oh, set up wow. tables <laughs> down the middle, right? And we yeah. get about 10 decks of Uno cards, and, and we play a game. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, it Wh- would. What grade are you in? Uh, I'm in ninth. Okay, ninth grade. Freshman. Yes, sir. Yeah, four more years of Jaden, right? <laughs> all right. What do you think about our school so far? Oh, I love this school. Cool. Yeah. All right. You going to do sports here next year? You said you were real interested in uh, that? Yeah, yeah. I'll do wrestling. Cool. Yeah. All right. Wrestling. That's going to be great. So I'll get to work with you on the mat a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't coach anymore, but I still get out there. Oh, you I'll still help. coach? Uh, I used to. Yeah. Oh. I coached wrestling for about, I don't know, 17 years, something like that. Oh. So what's your favorite class so far? World studies. World studies. Yeah. Got us a history buff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to put those research skills to use. Well, is there anything else you want to add, Jaden? Uh, no, I think that's about it. All right. Yeah. Well, we're sure glad to have you a part of the podcast team, and welcome to OSSB. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Javen. Welcome aboard to the podcast team. Up next, we're going to talk with Jonathan and Quay. They're going to talk about concept development for youngsters who are blind or visually impaired. We are here to talk about concept development. Concept development. Yes, 
It is how people who are blind and have low vision develop an understanding of the world around them. How people and objects relate? Yes, exactly. I can see why that is important. If you have less vision, you may not have the same accidental learning opportunities as people who can see. Incidental learning? What? Incidental learning is learning something new just because it is there in your environment. Like learning how to spell stop. Exactly. Because stop is written on a stop sign. By using real things that you use other senses like touch, smell, hearing, and even taste. So the more objects a person is exposed to, the better, right? Yes. Look at something like a chair and have a person identify all the characteristics of the chair. It would be important to label objects verbally and in braille or large print. Yeah, that will help people exit incidental learning. There are other things to consider too, like the shape and size of things. Like using a stuffed animal to relate real animals, having a stuffed horse that is large. Exactly. How about body awareness and spatial awareness? Yes. You should know all your body parts and how they move. Spatial awareness is how you know where you are with things around you and they relate to you. Thank you, Jonathan and Quay. Well done. I've always said if you want to be successful in whatever you do, you need to be organized. Eli, a 10th grader here at OSSB, has done a significant amount of work, and he's going to talk about ways that he has learned to organize himself and his class work and technology, and that's coming up for you right now. Hello, my name is Eli Potter, and today I'm going to be talking about organization. Organization is important in your everyday life. It is important to prevent your papers from being scattered all over the place like cattle in a field. Organizing your work, supplies, and your technology is difficult by itself, but especially for people with visual impairments. Combining those two struggles in a mixing pot seems like a pretty hard beast to tackle. Well, there are solutions to this issue, especially if you're visually impaired, and you can better your organization skills. I'll give you some tips. Number one, slow down. Several students struggle with this hassle to the point of ripping their hair out with frustration because they lost a charger or can't spot the math homework that they've been looking for and that they spent many hours on last night. Real bummer. They spent many hours on this homework, and they're just digging through many papers over and over throughout the class time. It's even harder when you can't see much. One solution to this is from my own experience. Several people rush to get to their next class and be on time, so they just jam their stuff in their book bag. This is common for some individuals, and they forget that this causes a flood of papers in their backpack, or it can cause them to leave their technology behind and get super frustrated. Schedule a time near the end of the class to pack your stuff up. But don't do it too early without permission from your teachers or staff members. I personally pack my equipment five minutes before the bell screams, Time to go! As far as the results have been, they've been pretty positive lately. I'm not having a cluster of papers scattered around my backpack or leaving my flash drive behind. Here's the thing. Don't be late to your next class. And don't worry, if you are just one minute late, or even a couple seconds, that's fine. You don't have to treat it like a 400 in track practice, but I don't want you to twist this advice to always be tardy to class. My other solution 
is a good place to put your stuff. All of these papers and technology and all your supplies need a good home, just like a person. Good organization requires proper utilities and tools. A book bag is one of them, obviously. Backpacks are common, and I'm sure you have one on your back right now. But it's how you place your things within it. I suggest purchasing ones with multiple compartments to store your belongings. I have a Swiss gear backpack that has some front pockets, a book pocket inside, a pencil holder, and extra storage. I usually have a place for everything. My technology pieces go in the front. My pencils obviously go in the pencil holder. My various accessories, like my chapstick or my glasses cleaner packets, usually go inside a pocket in the front as well. I'm not telling you to just go get yourself a fancy book bag right away. War organization will be impossible to achieve if you don't have it. You can just have a normal backpack. I only suggest a multi-pocketed book bag. It'll only make things easier. If you just have a standard one, then still follow my advice. Find a place for everything instead of just throwing stuff like fruit in a blender. If you can't find a spare pocket, then just use a plastic bag. Use the plastic bag and just place it within your book bag. Easy. Do it any way you desire. If it clicks with you, then go right ahead and I will continue with how I organize. I just wanted to work with you. Whatever suits your fancy. Folders. My Spanish teacher would always see my messy, messy pile of papers and stuff in my pack. She would always look at them, look at me, and then just say, folders, folders, folders. She kept telling me, and I haven't had them for a large majority of the year. My bag looked like a recycling bin. So many papers were just laying in there, in a pile, and I'm taking several minutes out of my class time to just scroll through them to find the one that I am looking for. If I hadn't been lacking folders, I could have properly spent that time on my work. I was like a dog digging in the backyard. Once I finally got tired of that constant digging, I got folders and got every paper sorted out properly into groups. Math, English, history, Spanish, science were all written on each folder. This made things much better, and my homework rate decreased. Folders spark positive results. Trust me on this one. They have a price tag of about $2, but they get the job done. Miss Parrish had a smile on her face when she saw those folders in my book bag. She walked into Spanish, not seeing a huge cluster of papers and a frown. In conclusion, organization is a great skill to comprehend and master, and it will make your life much better. These tips could assist many individuals, sighted or blind, so they're not ripping their hair out. I have been in many incidents being super disorganized, and I don't want anyone else to experience that. Follow these tips and take my advice. These tips have helped me over the years a lot, and I don't have a huge majority of my backpack just filled to the brim with papers like a recycling bin. They have helped me, and I hope these tips can help you get more organized. And there you have it. Those are Eli's tips for staying organized with classwork and homework. Thank you so much, Eli, for putting that together and sharing that with us. Good stuff. Good stuff. Stay tuned. We have more to come. Well, before we went home for our extended spring break, dealing with the COVID-19 crisis, we had one meeting of the podcast club in March, on March 10th. And that night, we took a look at the Ultranex V12 series digital recorder. So... Let's take a listen and uh, learn about the Ultranex V12 and what it can do to help out our podcast and podcasts of the Podcast Club.
tonight, we're going to look at some new equipment that was acquired through the 21st Century Grant, the sponsors of the Podcast Club, and many others. A new digital recorder. This digital recorder is called the Eltronex V12 Pro. Digital recorder for visually impaired. And Autumn, how big is this digital recorder? How would you? Um, I would say it's um, a little bit smaller than like a Victor Stream. Yeah. Yep, smaller than a Victor Stream. Um, thinner than a Victor Stream as well. Yeah. Um, bigger than a pocket size metronome. Sure. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it's um, it's actually, it's bigger than an iPod Shuffle. Uh, I had the old, one of those, iPod it, Shuffle. Yeah, I had one of the old ones. I don't, I didn't get one of the new little square ones, oh, which they're pretty one. cool. I'd lose that one in a hot second, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Why? Because it's, it's tiny. Because he's Mr. Gully and he right. likes to misplace things. I do not like to misplace things. <laughs> you Someti- do too. Sometimes it happens. And for the best of us. Right. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out how Joey knows I misplace things all the time. Not sure how he knows that. Because Autumn tells us every time. <laughs> oh. mean, Aut- Autumn mean. is the one ratting me out. Yeah. yeah. All right. So. What's really neat about this guy is it has voice feedback all the time, okay? So, hello. Hello, Mr. Pepper. All right. Share a mic with someone, Mr. James, maybe Joey. Yeah. It'll work. Yo, James, do you see? And welcome, James. Running late this evening, but that's okay. All right. So, we're going to look at the Eltronex going to kind of run through that, what it looks like, what it sounds like. So we're going to turn it on here and see what we got. If my speaker's connected. There it goes. Earphones are connected. Well, it's not really earphones. It's the... Uh, well, it could be my phone. Yeah, it's the Bose desktop speaker that I got going on here. So... The way you know you're holding it right has two condenser mics at the top, okay? And then toward the bottom of the machine, you've got nine buttons. You've got the play button in the middle. It's the big round button. And starting in the top right corner, it goes record. Then moving down, you have right arrow. Below that, you have the menu. To the left of that is down arrow. To the left of down arrow is stop. Above that is left arrow. And above left arrow is the index button. Okay? Now, what's really cool is you can find the user's guide pretty easy on the internet. If you Google uh, Eltronex user's guide, it comes up. But it's also on the machine. It might be easier to look at it online first. Then when you get more familiar, you can access it on the machine, which I'm going to show you how to do right now. Okay. So what I want to do is get to my main menu by holding down that long press of the menu key. And there it is. And if I go into recordings by pressing the play button, we got folder A, right? At this point, if I press right arrow, it's going to go through all the files. And they're just labeled one through whatever. If I want to go to folder B, C, D, or music, then I have to use the index button. And here's folder D. And this is where your user's guide is. Now, when it starts playing, it'll be a little bit louder. User guide for the voice recorder Ultranex V12 Pro. Chapter 1. Content. Chapter 2. Description of the product. Chapter 3. 
So chapter one is the contents. Chapter four. First steps. Chapter five. Firmware upgrade. So if I'm going to go to chapter two, I can hit right arrow. Chapter two. Description of the product. Buttons are located on the front side of the voice recorder. Other important parts are located on the left and right side. On the front side, you can find nine buttons. The central button is more embedded than the others. Okay, so we went through all the buttons. Some of the other little nifty features on here. I mentioned the condenser mics. There's two of them. The other pieces you need to know about are on the left and right side. So on the left side, there's two pieces of rubber that cover two compartments. The top one is for USB. The bottom one is for a micro uh, SD card. And on the right side, there are two holes, the top one and the bottom one. The top one is the microphone. The bottom one is the headphone. And then on either side at the bottom, there's two slide switches. The left one locks it. And then the right one, or the, and then you flip it back up and it unlocks it. The right one switches it between interview mode and meeting mode. Okay. What's meeting mode? Meeting mode is when you're recording a whole room full of people. All right. Oh. So I'm going to go back to folder A. All right, so now we're back in folder A, and we learned that you have to disconnect the speaker before you press record. Yeah, Even though I disabled the hearing aid function on this thing, but still got some feedback. Yeah, it's pretty so loud. It is. So let's see how it picks it up just laying on the table. I'm going to hit record, and it's going to beep. You better be ready. There it goes. I'm getting a double beep in my ear because of the latency. Okay, so I laid it down on the table, probably about three feet from me, and the microphones are pointing towards you guys. So, Wesson, how you doing? Good. All right. Uh, did you have a good week? Yeah. All right. How about you, Autumn? Yeah, I'm pretty good, and I also have had a pretty good week. Great. James. Hello. James is there. How about you, Joey? Hello. All right. So let's hit stop, and then we'll play this back. All right. So it gives us a – there it goes. It's number three. It has a built-in tiny, tiny speaker on here. So it's like even smaller than a transistor radio. But let, let's hook it up to the – Big boy. Here it goes. I'm getting a double beep in my ear because of the latency. Okay, so I laid it down on the table, probably about three feet from me, and the microphones are pointing towards you guys. So, Wesson, how are you doing? Good. All right. Uh, you have a good week? Yeah. All right. How about you, Autumn? Yeah, I'm pretty good, and I also have had a pretty good week. Great. James, hello. So it's picking us up pretty well. What do you guys think? Hello. Pretty good. At least it's not what. At least it's not how we um how we tested it. This is the one drawback of of this thing that I don't like. If you kind of wrestling around in your hand, if you're moving it around or whatever, it picks that up. So what I tend to do is when I'm going to use this, I'll put it down go ahead and get it in place where I want it, then hit my button to start the recording and go from there. Because if I'm holding on to it, it's just going to pick up all that moving around in my hand and stuff like that. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, you know, it's good to, to do that. Now, once you get your recordings saved in the internal memory or on the SD card, you can connect this to the computer or you can put your SD card in the SD card reader and copy those files over. And I have this one set up so it's recording in waveform, which is what we use with Studio Recorder. Those are the files that we edit. You can also record to MP3. The quality's a little bit lower, 
not not marginally so. You'd really have to listen hard to tell the difference. Uh, but you can get some more time because MP3 files are not as big or as large as WAV files. And this thing, I think the setting that I have it on now, you can get about 24 hours of recording time on WAV on the internal memory. So you can get quite a lot on this little guy. Wow. I so just looked at that thing and it's tiny. It is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really small. It's, um, I just rolled over there. It's I was asking Autumn before we started recording, how big is this thing? What do you think? And she's like, eh, it's smaller than a keyboard smartphone. <laughs> I don't sound like that. Oh, okay. She, yeah, don't, she no. doesn't sound like that. So we're going to pass yeah, this around, and we're going to try making our own recordings and play around with the Ultranex V12 Pro that is a recorder made for the visually impaired. I actually like it because it's, it's very simple to use. And... You know, it's some like folks, a flip-flop. Yeah, some folks don't want to get caught up in the whole goings-on of trying to make a recording with the iPhone. I mean, they sound good. Um, some of the other devices we have, like the Victor Stream or the Bookport, they just don't sound as, as clear. But this one's going to do a good job for us, and you guys can check these out, take them around to the other clubs, record what's going on with their permission, of course, and bring them back and share them here on the podcast. All right, everybody. Thank you once again for taking an hour out of your day and spending it with us, the OSSB podcast team. Podcast is going to look a little different, possibly for April as well. Going to be talking with uh, students and staff and trying to figure out ways to for you to generate material from home and submit it and share it on our podcast. Everybody stay healthy, well, and safe during this time. And we will see you here back again at the end of April. Have a wonderful spring break. And we'll see you next month.